We're the radio station that other stations love to listen to. Turn it loud! When they tell me no, wait a second day, wait a second day, wait a second day, get the noise. This is me. Birthday. Time of year again. We're cutting it up and completely destroying it. Business Unusual, separating economic facts from fiction. Hello and welcome to the program. I am Onelisa Dubey and as promised, we are doing a series of conversations with entrepreneurs in different sectors across the country as they share with us their stories and how they have been getting by during this COVID-19 pandemic. Now, as you know, Zimbabwe is a largely informal sector. I'm not going to start talking about statistics because they are debatable, but what we do know is that most people in the informal sector have been really affected by the COVID-19 pandemic and we just wanted to hear those stories here on Business Unusual. Today, I'm joined by Chennai Chihambakwe, who is into the food industry, as well as Mutiwa Guanzura, who is into e-commerce. Thank you for making time to chat with me. So I'm just going to ask each of you to just tell me what you do. Uh, I am Mutiwa Guanzura. And as introduced, uh, we focus on e-commerce. I come from Malaya. And I am a part of the marketing, head of the marketing team. Right, so e-commerce, um, for those of you who are unaware, it's basically the relationship between business and customers. So the selling of products and the buying of products, but on a digital platform. So cell phones, laptops, you name it. Right. And in Zimbabwe, um, it's not too prevalent. And, you know, we, we just decided, you know, why not? You know, it's a pandemic. People are at home, um, even if they wanted to go out, Things are just really hard in, in general. So like e-commerce, definitely, it's coming in and we are spearheading it. Why not? So you've always been doing this or you decided to get into it because of uh, the COVID-19 pandemic? So Rely as an app initially started as a food uh, delivery business. And and with the pandemic, we saw this immense gap the, and the growing gap, in fact, uh, may I add, between businesses and customers in, in as far as accessibility is concerned. And we're like, why don't we be the, the middleman? You know, why don't we connect the two? You know, because costs aren't getting on and aren't going down. That That's a definite. And we don't know when this whole pandemic will end. So I haven't always done it. Um, the e-commerce side popped up around February and we've been pushing since. Yeah. And Chennai, tell us a bit more about your business. All right. Um, good evening. My name is Janaiji Hambakwe. I am the founder of A Cheesy Affair. It's a bakery that, uh, and we focus on making cheesecake, chocolate cakes, and um, all your cheesecake goodies. Right. So, how has business been, uh, especially from starting from March? I know that uh, the country introduced a lockdown from the 30th of March to try and stop the spread of COVID 19. How has business been? I'll start with you, Chennai, in the food industry. Well, um, business really slowed down. It really slowed down. You know, with the whole situation, uh, when people with people not going to work, um, and just trying to, you know, make a budget with the with the money that will be coming in, um, it really just slowed down on the customers and the orders. But um, the good thing about it is, as much as it slowed down, we still had customers coming in, and yeah, it it kept us alive. It kept us alive. So. With Relia, um, following the pandemic, well, you would think that um, being a software company, 
business would boom, but it's, it's actually a very interesting um, dynamic going on. So e-commerce as a model is ideal for the country right now. But unfortunately, you know, the public isn't as digitally attuned as, um, you know, they can be, but it doesn't mean they can't. With that said, business has been quite well, not bad at all, uh, all things considered. The only challenge is working together as a team um, because um, working from home, it's, it's not bad, but it's, it's not the best. Do you know what I mean? Did you manage to retain the clients that you had already, maybe Chennai? Did you manage to retain the clients that you already had or now we had to start looking for, for clients all over again? Uh, walk us through how um, your business has been in terms of getting those clients, especially now during the COVID-19. Maybe you can actually make a comparison between how business was before and how business uh, was during the lockdown, especially when we were in, I think, the first level of the lockdown. Okay. Um, well, when we, the good thing about it is uh, most of the customers that we had when lockdown began, well, we had faithful customers and they kept on coming back and back. Uh, but yes, we did suffer a loss of uh, customers due to the lockdown and everything. Uh, comparing them uh, with you know, like when the lockdown started and now there's like a huge difference in, 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 in customer loss. Um, you know, people were just weren't just able to keep up with, uh, you know, the purchasing and everything since people had now to dumb down to um, the basic needs because of the current situation, uh, which is the pandemic. But um, we have managed to maintain the ones that we have right now, you know, by promotion, by uh, creating promotions, just making sure that every day we're in constant communication with them, you know, uh, offering products, more products, you know, that cost a little bit less than before, uh, introducing new products, you know, just trying uh, our best to keep the clientele that we have right now uh, coming back and um, comfortable with the pricing, especially with the pricing. We kind of had to do some slashes uh, to accommodate everyone uh, and also to just make sure that we do not lose the clientele that we had uh, way before the pandemic started. But yeah, we, we did suffer a uh, customer loss, but um, we're hoping to get that, uh, get our customers back as we go on, you know, launching more promotions and just uh, making sure that we are being um, kind to their pockets. <laughs> So in you trying to be kind to their pockets, you say that you had to slash, you had to reduce prices. Are you still making a profit? To what extent has that affected your income and your livelihood? Because when you're talking about food, you spoke about cheesecake. I'm sure those ingredients are quite expensive. So how are you striking that balance in, in making a profit and keeping a margin or a mark up and at the same time being kind, as you said, to your customers' pockets? Um, well, one thing that I can say about the COVID is that it has um, it has taught us how to experiment and create. It has it has definitely taught us how to be creative. So when it comes to the slashing of um, prices, what we just do is just, we just adjust to what we're making, so that um, it still meets um, the profit margin. Uh, we also don't want to uh, suffer a loss as well. So we created, we started creating new products as we started going. So creating new products that are um, kinder to the pockets, but at the same time, they still keep the business running. Um, and yeah, just to try and, uh, you know, um, keep the same taste that they know and love and 
the same project as well, but just making sure that we're a little bit creative with um, the products so that, you know, it benefits both ways. The customer enjoys the product and we uh, maintain a, a healthy profit margin. And Mudiwa, how has it been in, in on your end? So, in, in actual fact, um, we've, we've been getting more customers and we've been getting more businesses signed on uh, with the onset of the pandemic. And, you know, reason being is that we our business model is sort of the solution, if you'd like. So, for example, um, we, we support businesses and how we do that. So, in using our app, for businesses, it's it's absolutely free. And we also offer optional um, delivery, as in we can do the delivery of your products for you. Um, and this is also free. I mean, obviously, prices can change and everything and we can review, but there are no hidden costs, no nothing. And this is our way of saying, look, we understand what's on the ground and we just, we, we're trying to play our part in supporting businesses, you know, right here in Zim. And on the part of the customer, you know, it's um, comparing prices, uh, we are not too much overhead, so much so that uh, for most people, depending on where you live, obviously, it may actually be very cheap, uh, sorry, significantly cheaper if uh, you order through us and we send it to you. So with that said, um, you know, we've been getting an uptick of businesses uh, registering on the app and obviously more variety for the customers, meaning more customers. So you've been taking, you have taken this opportunity to actually market your business model and what you do um, as an organization. Exactly. So I'm going to ask both of you, um, do you anticipate that the situation will improve? Because obviously when we were in the in the first level of the lockdown, when there was no movement at all, but listen now, there is a lot of movement. At this point, I'm not sure which level of the lockdown we are because like CBD right now, there's just so much happening. You wouldn't think we're in any level of the lockdown. However, do you anticipate that the situation will improve in terms of business, in terms of customers, in terms of just doing business? maybe the way you used to do it before? Well, personally, I, I think um, the dynamics have changed completely. Do I think things will go back to it, to what they used to be? I, I do not think so. Well, at least not exactly, you know. Um, for example, uh, working at home may be the only thing that might revert back because it's not as uh, proficient uh, or economically sensible, you know, for the average Zimbabwean family, you know, to be working from home. Um, but otherwise, otherwise, in as far as that business to customer interaction, that is completely changed, you know, and and they have to change, you know. I mean, we're in 2020 and it's just time for businesses to get on board online and to reach out to the customers, you know. Um, the dynamics have to change, how they run themselves, the marketing, how they speak to the customer, how they uh, get the customer on board uh, to their side, you know, um, just so much has changed and it's only because of that social distancing you know that distance we can't be in the same space you know um or if we are there aren't too many yeah you know in the same space with the queues and everything so it has to change and in my personal opinion i, I um i think things will definitely either remain as they are or improve slightly somewhat um once things die down um, well, yeah, like like um, what what um, Mudiwa said, things. I don't think things are gonna go back to normal, um, especially with uh, everything that's going on health wise. But I do believe that things are gonna get a little bit easier. You know, like we had a lot of um, uh, difficulties, uh, especially when it came to delivering. 
most places we couldn't go um, and it hindered uh, a lot of uh, orders uh, in coming in. But with the current situation now and the lockdown level that we are in, um, we're able to go um, as far as, uh, you know, Glenlin, Oradal, and those are the areas that we really didn't, we really weren't able to go that far. And because now we are able to, it means that we can now start accepting such orders. So I really do have a good feeling uh, as to where businesses are going right now, you know, with the flexibility of the movement um, and how it has become a little bit easier to, you know, just do business right now. So yeah, I really do feel like it's going to be a, a little bit better than before. It's going to be a little bit better than what it was, you know, in March, April, May, you know, this past three, four months. It's, it's going to be a little bit better. And do you think that, uh, this is a question to both of you, do you think that you have managed to create sustainable business models that will make sure that your business goes forward if the situation stays the way it is right now or in the event that a vaccine or a cure of COVID-19 is found, uh, do you think you have created a sustainable business model to actually see you through this pandemic? Um, I I do think that... um with our current business models. And we thought long and hard about this for about a good two months. And, you know, as previously mentioned, I said a lot of the things we offer, particularly for the business side uh, of our our application, they are free. And, you know, you may scratch your head and say, okay, but where are your profits? Uh, What I can say is that uh, we can operate um, with with our current business model. And we can, more importantly, we can operate if things, um, dare I say, do not um, improve or if something else happens in the future, we definitely can survive. Um, if things do get slightly tougher, uh, obviously we will have to revise, but I am quite confident that even if we do, if, if we start charging and putting prices, uh, it will still be, you know, it'll still be convenient for businesses, for, uh, for customers. It will still be um, much, much easier. Uh, well, what it, it, has, it has taught us, um a lot when it comes to business model uh, as an SME uh, such uh, an impact to business you wouldn't expect it um, so yeah it, it's something that has you know gotten us on the road that oh okay you know we need to be ready for something like this and that in itself has helped us uh, build a better business model and um, it has made uh, the company a little bit stronger and a little bit aware as well as to how to operate when something like this strikes. So, uh, yeah, it has given us a, a better business model, how to operate and even how to survive as well. Is there any form of support that you think can be given to small to medium enterprises? I know the government had said that they have some packages for SMEs uh, that they're still working on, that is still in the pipeline. Would you need some sort of support? Or at this point, like you keep saying, that you just have to find a way of making sure that business goes on? You know, um, support is always welcome. Yeah, definitely. You know, if someone says, um, you know, here's your startup package, you know, definitely arms open. Um, But the support I would like to focus on uh, isn't so much uh, monetary or physical. It's more of mentality. And uh, and I speak solely for e-commerce when I when I say this, you know, Uh, a lot of a lot of individuals don't don't quite understand the value. Uh, within e-commerce, you know, and I can pull up statistics and numbers, you know, Jeff Bezos, who in a single day left 30 billion um, in in value network, you know, and I could go on and on. Uh, Point is, 
it's it's not so much can we access the funds or anything else. It's more of are they open to the idea of of the crazy and and yes, I dare use that word the crazy business models ideas that that need that are needed in this environment and post pandemic, you know. Because uh, another thing people are sort of overlooking is that um, even if things get back to normal, it's not going to be an overnight thing. You know, it's probably going to extend for another two three years. And and a lot of people haven't really thought about that as hard or planned as well um, for such an eventuality that, you know, yes, we can recover, but the question is now, how long is the recovery period in itself? Okay, well, and um, one thing that I do believe is most SMEs are, most of them are youth-led. And um, above everything, you um, really do believe that having... Um, monetary funds without the knowledge and the know-how to actually go um on with the business it's 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 as good as just not getting the money i really do believe that most smes just need business development how to go about it you know how to um calculate your profits and loss how to have books what to do you know financial records um so i really do feel like uh most smes they need business development more than anything else and that is something that um it's it's basically needed in every sme most, like most of these start off as ideas and the ideas are birthed uh into action but most of them die down especially when you're looking at something like COVID, the pandemic it has really taken a toll on most businesses and i'm not talking of small business i'm talking about uh, big businesses you know they it has taken a toll on them and um they have only been able to survive because of structure and for small businesses, I really do believe that what is needed more is structure, how to survive, how to handle finances, how to um, think of the bigger picture. You know, five years down the line, what are you supposed to do with the business? How are you supposed to go about it? How are you going to survive? And, you know, just giving tips, how will you be able to survive so that you can go to that five-year um five-year markup and go like, okay, fine, now I'm a stable business and now I can actually start roping in proper profits and, and now I can start building on. So, yeah, I really do believe that um, business development and just financial literacy, that's something that we, as an SME, needs. Yeah. Absolutely. And obviously, there is need to have a conducive environment that makes it possible for business to thrive in the country and beyond. I appreciate your time. Thank you so much to my guest, Shanaichi Hambagwe, who's uh, into bakery as well as Mudiwa Gwanzura, who's into e-commerce. I appreciate you taking time to chat with me today. Thank, Thank you, you so much. That's all we have time for this evening on Business Unusual. I'm Annalisa Dubey. Have a good night. Business Unusual, separating economic facts from fiction. See. Hit me with the Jackie Chan. Trees, trees, rush, rush. I know what I'm gonna do. Turn it up a little louder. New whip, brand new. See. Hashtag 8 in August. See.